Eyes Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. This is my 1% growth series, where every day is a commitment to the compounding of the consistent unextraordinary, where every day is an opportunity to think, learn, do, and relate deeply, where every day is an opportunity to live the life of your ideal highest self. This series is a combination of my journals that I'm intentionally sharing with the world. A single day may not tell the whole story, but each day is a vital chapter within that story. What's up folks? Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Growth Series. We're going to be taking a look at Saturday, April 15th, which I believe is Laundry Day, National Laundry Day, as well as what normally is Tax Day, but it fell on the 18th this year, I believe. So regardless, April 15th was quite an amazing day for me. It was filled with one thing, one event, but lots of emotions, lots of activities during the day. I went to a men's sacred liberation retreat. I found out about it through a guy named Brian Strahin, who is a therapist for men, yoga instructor, and Aron, cool person, badass. Um, so shout out to Brian. I found out about it a week before this event when he was leading a yoga class at the YMCA. So he told me about it. I signed up for it basically immediately after. So it was about 30 minutes outside of Charlotte. Got there about 7.30 a.m. Stayed there till, it was supposed to be 10 p.m., but stayed there until midnight. So what do we do? We did a cacao ceremony. So one of so so a person made cacao for us from from beans of Colombian, I believe, uh, cacao. So I had never really had had it before in that format. So that was it had like coconut milk in there. It had all these other things in there. Um, obviously a lot of antioxidants and it, it was just a, an amazing, it was just a great drink to start the day. We brought in the spirits, the north, south, the east, the west, the holy father, or the holy sky, sorry, father sky, mother earth, to invite them into that circle, invite them into the existence while we were there. So did that. Um, there's a chiropractor there as well, a more holistic chiropractor, um, more holistic view than maybe other other chiropractors out there, someone who wants to spend depth of time understanding and adjusting anything that may be wrong with your back and overall body rather than just making a couple of cracks here and there. So, and he has the right intention behind everything that he does. So, I was able to get a session with him, like a quick 10-minute, um, you know, just laying on the table, 
So that felt good. I'm going to probably follow up with him in terms of like, hey, this is, you know, I may not have any like severe back issues, but preventative, right? Preventative rather than um, symptomatic treatment. During that time, I didn't participate in it myself, but we there was a sound bath going on that Brian led. So he was able to, um, you know, I, I heard it. Uh, I actually didn't, ended up going to one the day after because he led one publicly as well. So I went to that one instead. So that's why I didn't go to this sound bath. I prioritized a chiropractor. After that, we did some primal movement. So this was really fun. This was really fun. I'd never done anything like this before, and it just let the spirit out, let the sound out, let the body out, let the mind out. Don't even think about it. Oh. What was it? What was this primal movement? So there's about 15 of us, 15 men, mostly like, you know, 20, 22 to 40, somewhere in that range. So millennials. Uh, what do we do? What was this primal movement? So there were, everyone was gathered around in a circle and there was one person in the middle and the person in the middle had to do some type of movement and had to make some type of noise. It can be very slow movement, it can be very fast movement, it can be very aggressive movement, it can be a soft noise, it can be a loud noise, it can be a scream, it can be a shriek, whatever it is, whatever you want. Whatever that person wanted and needed and felt like doing, they could do. And whenever that person in the middle did it, everyone on the outside in the circle would have to follow and do the exact same thing. So people were screaming, people were doing all these poses. One guy did Super Saiyan from Dragon Ball Z. Oh man, it was, we were just yelling. Oh, it was fun. And then the last thing, I did some Tai Chi stuff mixed in with a little bit of like yells. Um, the last person, he kind of took us home and we just laid on the ground. Um, body full, you know, spread and just lay on the ground five minutes, just soaking it in. That was like, that was the perfect way to end it, honestly. And then there was a person who is a movement um, instructor, he's a massage therapist. So we kind of learned how to walk. So the proper rotation, the hip rotation, the feet placement, the angles, um, how the heels should be acting, how the knees should be bending, um, which direction. Um, we learned how to crawl, um, you know, with the same principles of rotation. So, you know, crawling is something that we do as a baby, but after we start walking, we don't really do. So that was, that was cool to start doing that. And understand, hey, this is, this is the right way to walk. This is the healthy way to walk. And a lot of health issues arise when we don't learn how to properly walk. So that was a good work, you know, 30 minute workshop that he led there. Then we did ice baths. So I did an ice bath for the first time. I've done cold showers, obviously, but never an ice bath. So this was first time, hopefully of many, that I will do. Felt really rejuvenating. Um, during the actual bath, I didn't really feel anything. Well, like, I wasn't shivering. I wasn't um, 
like my extremities, my hands, I could feel it. They didn't go numb. None of my body went numb. I think I could still feel it. But I was in there for eight minutes. Eight, eight and a half minutes, actually. So there were two of them, so we did it in a pair. So about maybe 12 people went, 12, 14 people went. So almost everyone went. Um, most people stayed in there for five minutes. Um, but after I got out, that's when I started like shivering and like my lower jaw would be shaking. So I did some exercises to increase the core temperature. So first one in the books, uh, there's probably like 45-ish degree weather. We didn't have a thermometer to measure it, but probably 45 degree weather. There could have been more ice, but just logistically, they wouldn't have enough. Then we had lunch, you know, it was a potluck style. So everyone just brought their own food. Um, that was enough to share as well. So had some amazing food by all the men that created it with love. Then we did some journaling, which I will read through right now. So we did some journaling about... So one was about masculinity, masculine energy. And the other one was about... Um, it was just a, an open-ended prompt. So masculinity was, was a topic that we talked about for a little bit. Seated around a campfire right after lunch. And the prompt was, I experienced masculine, masculine at masculinity, dot, dot, dot. Or I experienced masculine energy, dot, dot, dot. So I'll read it. I experience masculine energy when I'm asking for what I want, when I'm assertive, when I'm vulnerable. That could be feminine energy though. When I'm physically stronger, when my voice is deeper, when I'm able to apologize, communicate properly, effectively, and emotionally. What I want with clear intention, no indecisiveness, full decisiveness, no excuses. Then I'm reviewing at the end of that time period. TBH, when I feel like a bit like a douche, when I'm supremely confident. I experience masculine energy when I go first, when I lead, when I ask for clarification, when I spend time how I want to. I feel grounded. When I'm with others and socializing. When I'm with women and I'm like, yeah, that's right, girls want to hang with me. When I achieve great feats like running a marathon. There is an external side as well of what others perceive to be masculinity. So how... Do I balance that perception and reality? If that would even serve me. Ultimately, I experience masculine energy when I live my truth. So we had about five to ten minutes to journal that. So I just didn't really think about it, just wrote out what came from the heart. And the other prompt that we had that we discussed after that was, I want the world to know that... Dot, dot, dot. So I want the world to know that Psy lived up to his potential that he helped others realize theirs, that I left it a better place than I found it, that my ideas are prevalent in society, whether it has my name attached to them or not. A jack of all trades, master of many. The world doesn't have to necessarily be the entire world. It could just be my world, my community, my niche. I don't just say inspirational stuff. I live an inspiring life myself that I never stop expanding, 
that I never stopped learning. I want the world to know who I've been, who I am, what my desires and intentions are. I'm a good and great person, someone who preaches with their actions, not just their words. I want the world to know that people really have love truly inside them, that they truly are divine, that they are capital L, love. So that was a prompt there. So we did that journaling. And then we played some hoofball. Played some hoofball, kind of like volleyball, but with a 10-pound medicine ball, basically, a large medicine ball. Um... So just look it up on social media, but it was fun. It was a fun game. Um, first few times catching it, I was like, oh, this is got to get used to the size and the heaviness of it. Then we did some holotropic breathing with some music playing in the background, kind of similar to like a Wim Hof style breathing. Then we did a quick little introduction to a hypnotherapy session, so about 15, 20 minutes there, where one of the people is a certified hypnotherapist. Then we did some uh, some plant medicine. Um, I had uh, some some experiences, some uh, lots of messages throughout. Let me share a couple of them. Uh, one thing was I I saw like a carrot symbol, like you know on the keyboard, on the six if shift six. Um, it was kind of like that. And it, it, I interpreted it as keep forging ahead, keep being decisive. It was why we talked about that masculine energy, like keep doing my business, keep attracting the right clients, keep talking to the right people, and everything will follow. Everything will work out if I just keep following my heart. Another insight that I had during that time was I was laughing and crying throughout. Yeah, like I was experiencing all the emotions. So that was just a reminder for me to to laugh, to cry, to fully experience every emotion out there. And not just intellectualize emotions, but to experience emotions, to feel them. And to within everything that I do, within every experience, there's the opportunity to experience those, whatever emotions that that experience, that that situation provides for me. So lean into that more. I had a tendency to close up during the, when I, like throughout, but especially during the first part. So I would like bend my back. I would, I had, you know, the meditation pose, but then my arms would slowly come together and like create a circle, which is fine, but I wanted to be open. I wanted my hand, palms to be open facing up. Um, so it was like, it was this, this natural tendency to close up, which is what I tend to do. So I wanted to create an intention of, hey, when there's this tendency, this physical tendency sensation to close up, I want to remind myself to open up, to receive, to give, and with open hands, with open arms, literally. So I was embodying that. Um, and then again, there are lots of itches throughout, and I didn't scratch many of them. I did scratch a few of them, but again, every itch, if you believe it, may symbolize a desire that we have 
that we want to fulfill. How many of those can we say no to? Which ones do we say yes to? What's the discipline that we have? So there, was, there were uh, lots more insights, but those are a few of them from that session. After that, just had dinner and then had some fireside chats where we just talked for an hour or two. So that was a full day, 7.30 a.m. to midnight. And one of the best days ever, as we're now in you know, a WhatsApp group, a Slack channels, uh, a Slack workspace. Just building the momentum. All of us are located in the Charlotte MSA, so hopefully we'll be able to hang out more and the first of many times that we'll be able to see each other and deeply connect. So hopefully first of many of men's sacred liberation retreats as well for me. As in, there's a next one scheduled for August 11th and 12th. So I'm looking forward to attending that. So thank you for listening. This is a longer episode of 1% Greatest Series. But I wanted to take you deep into Saturday, May, uh, April 15th. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.